Incoming chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our uh, retro episode of Incoming Chat. This is a bonus episode that we wanted to put together to share some of the things that we learned and some of the things that we did during this process and um, how lucky I was to interview these nine people throughout this couple of months. Um, but I wanted to start by, by telling you a little bit on how did we start with recording this podcast, Incoming Chat. Uh, we obviously re listened to tons of other podcasts before just to find the right way for us to put one together. Um, I had experience before having a short podcast with uh, Divante, which is an e-commerce company. But this time we wanted to do something more personal, more, uh, more uh, engaging and talking directly to you there. And um, we noticed that most of the podcasts related to sales and marketing, they, they tend to interview the people who made it. So you can learn from them or, or how we made, how they made it to, to that spot. But we wanted to try to twist it a little bit. So what can we do different? What can we do that is relatively more unique? And we decided to interview people who were not there yet. People who didn't make it all the way, but they're fighting every day to do that, to, to get there. People who are building business every day people who are struggling and with failures and successes and, and a combination of all of that and hopefully bring you something that you can relate to. So if you're building a business, we wanted to listen to people who are just like you, people who are fighting every day to get it done. And I was lucky enough to uh, interview or have a chat with nine amazing people that um, I knew most of them from before, some of them more, some of them less, but... Um, these were people that I met in different occasions, different events, different countries. And I, I felt that they were great stories to be told. And I was lucky enough to interview them face to face as well. So I invited them and they all agree and they were all happy to share their story. So I wanted to share a little bit of what I learned personally from each one of them. Um, my first guest uh, during the season was Jack Thompson. Jack is, is a very close friend. And I met Jack ages ago when he was, um, he, he had a language school. And that was part of one of these entrepreneurship things that people do. Uh, but Jack uh, left, uh, he, Jack is from the UK, and he left his country to uh, literally cut lamb's balls. Uh, he was not a butcher, but he was working on a farm in Romania doing that. This is many years ago. And right now, Jack is part of one of the biggest venture companies in the UK. He is handling millions of pounds, investing of hundreds of startups, making sure that the companies make it, make sure they have a proper business plan. Uh, so, so the story of Jack, it was, um, to me, he's always been very inspiring. He's still very young and, um, the the place that he is now is is the i mean i i envy the position that he is right now because he gets to see how this business business are created from the beginning till the end till they get fully funded and and beyond even to follow what this business are doing and how are they going to take different avenues or changing the business model or whatever and he's responsible for making sure that this business also have a return. They make money for the investors. So having Jack in the show was great to, in order to tell people that there, 
there's still money in the world for your startup. If you're creating something, there are plenty of people willing to invest in your dream. But for that, you need to have something important, something valuable to give. Um, Jack was talking about millions of dollars into sustainable companies. And, and I'm talking more into the environmental sustainability. So his focus right now is into how can we put money into companies that are giving something back to the planet, but they're still making money. So it's not just out of the love of creating business, it's also about making money. It's about giving something back to the planet and make, make sure that these companies work. Um, it was interesting also to talk with Jack about Brexit and how um, business will prevail. Whatever happened with Brexit, uh, with Brexit business are still going to be very active. And people with money in the UK, they'll still be, be very willing to put money into startups. So the business is still open. And Brexit, apparently, by uh, what Jack was telling us, is that it's not really going to affect um, the dream of many startups to get invested, especially from, um, from people in the UK or from money from the UK. Um, Jack is doing great right now and we're still in touch and I hope to have him back and hopefully I'm going to travel to London to interview him again and see what, um, what's happening over there after Brexit. Oh, just, just so you know, we started recording all of these episodes before the coronavirus. So the attitudes, uh, that we have for more than half of the, 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 the episodes that we put out, it was a very pre COVID, um, attitude uh, that we didn't know what was going to happen. And you will notice when we started changing our tone and when things started changing. Uh, a lot of the plans that these people had, they were um, trumped and they, they had to recreate or reinvent themselves into something new or something better or something different. My second guest in the season was Mikha Unapora. Mikha was... Um, Originally from Australia, but from uh, he has Polish parents, so um, he's half Polish, half Australian. He speaks perfect Polish, and um, I met Micha working with Techland when we put out together uh, Dying Light, the following, which is an amazing game. Go and check it out. And I was always attracted by the way that, but the approach that Micha have to marketing. Micha is a, I mean, his his area is social media, and the way he chooses a very specific voice that still his voice for different kind of games is very special and then the process that he goes through to talk about for example if you're if you're dealing with a very violent game or a very pink and rainbow and rainbows uh, game he will find the right tone but the magic of of the the way that he works is that he uses his own voice, his own experience into creating the right tone and style for a brand, for a game in this case. So looking at the stuff that he does on social media is, is pretty amazing. I mean, he, he's dealing with a, a lot of games nowadays. He has a company called 3233, uh, uh, which is totally worth the time to go and check out what they do. And pay attention on the way he describes games. He talks like a gamer because he's a gamer. And I don't mean that you, you have to be a certain kind of person to talk about certain subjects, but when you come from this place of knowledge, you can tell, you can tell when someone is talking 
from gamer to gamer. And that's what happened with Michal. And I, I, I learned a lot from him, even though, I, I mean, his experience was around the same level than mine. Um, his approach is, is, is something that I envy as well. Is it's something that I use a lot now. Uh, if I'm going to talk about some subject that I'm barely related, I will use my own voice as Marcos talking about the subject. And I will for sure let people know when I know about something and when I don't know enough about something. Because that authenticity, it, it breaks a lot of barriers and people can see through when you're being full of shit or not. So um, I really encourage you to go and check uh, some of the work that Michal has done. Um, episode three was a great one. I had the pleasure to interview Chia Luen Li. Chia is, um, she is sort of the video host, uh, also sort of a brand ambassador of Brand24, which is one of the biggest companies in Poland or one of the most successful and known companies in Poland. Uh, Brand24 is a social listening tool, amazing tool if you're marketing. And we talked with Tia about something similar that we're doing, which is being the face of a brand. Um, I got this, this gig uh, with live chat or of, of creating this video strategy and, and being the face of most of the videos or, and the voice of this podcast as well. And Tia was in a very similar position. Even though I mean, she started way before I did in, into creating videos and it's, it's so crazy to see uh, Chia's attitude on camera and behind. I mean, she's a shy person. And um, seeing the attitude that she takes in front of the camera and I mean, with the videos and courses that she creates, it was a great conversation about how to deal with these things, especially when you want to create video, which is something a lot of companies are doing right now. Um, how do you start? What is the process behind and the flow? One of the things that Chia said during our interviews was uh, just don't pay attention to the comments because people will not, a lot of people will not like what you do. It doesn't matter what you do. And, and this is something that is applicable to everywhere in marketing is you're never going to make everyone happy. Just make sure that you talk to the right people in the right tone and forget about the rest. If the people that you really want to listen to what you have to say are listening and are paying attention, your job is done. Um, again, I think I saw it in, in Record Ralph as well. Um, do not read the comments. It's, it's very disencouraging. And I, I've been there too, is um, having to get different opinions about what you have to say. And when sometimes you don't get them in a nice way, is is a bit disencouraging and, and a bit, um, it doesn't matter how much experience you have, it will always affect the way you do things and, and, and your mood. And But you got to keep going. You got to keep going. And with Chia, that's what we talk about during that episode is about how um, you create video and you put yourself as the face of a brand with all the good things that that brings and all the bad things that that can bring. Um. Episode four, uh, we invited Alex Wilson. Alex is um, part of our company, LiveChat. And he, uh, e even though he's very young, he took the role of a VP of sales, which is a big deal because our company reached over 30,000 customers with no proper sales team or strategy. There was a great product, but not a very, um, and the might 
not like me for this, but not a very well thought sales strategy behind. So um, Alex took over that role and we had a great discussion of how to create a sales team that does their job well. And one of the things that I always, um, when I interview American people, I always mention, and I mentioned also with Alex, is that American people are born into this, and this is not in the wrong way, and in this capitalist way of thinking. And the best example is the, the, the lemon stands, the lemonade stands. When um, parents encourage the kids, so like, well, you want to make some money, go and put your lemonade stand. And let's see how it goes. And we had a discussion about that, and Alex had um, a very good experience um, working on his parents' inn in the U.S. and understanding the customer from behind the counter. So from from a little boy, he knew um, that there's certain things that he can do to make people happy in the business um, area. And um, Alex has been doing great lately, too. He, he set up a, an amazing team, and he's always focused on, on keep training them and finding the right life chat way. And even though he values a lot the opinion and personalities of each person in his team, um, his way to approach sales as, 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 as the right product for the right people is, is, is great. And you can probably, and you will start seeing it in, in our um, advertising and the way, the, the language that we use in order to describe what we have to offer. And that's a lot of the influence from Alex. Um, again, Alex is, when we did this episode, it was right before he became a dad, and um, now he's very busy changing diapers, but still working very hard. Um, one of my favorite episodes was the one after that with Gaston, Gaston Simon, French-American guy. He's from Chicago. He came to Poland um, because why not? And we have a great conversation. And he was a, a huge inspiration for me to take a leap of faith, to do things that I wasn't sure if they're going to work. But seeing him taking, dropping a great job in the Corpo uh, for starting his own coffee brand. And uh, you probably think he's crazy considering the amount of coffee brands that there are around. Uh, but when I saw him and I heard his story about, well, you got to do what you got to do. And it was a huge inspiration. Um, and seeing what he accomplished in only a few years, uh, creating his own brand and, and putting himself as the face of that brand, um, it was great. Um, what happened with the virus as well, it, it was sort of kind of suck. Um, obviously, because he was selling to a lot of offices and with people working remote, Gaston didn't have the chance anymore to, or to sell as much coffee as he could, but um, I'm very happy that he bounced back, opening his own delivery, food delivery service in, in, in the area, and he's doing amazingly. I mean, he, he's, he's marketing and his approach to, I understand your problem, I have the best food, organic, vegan, whatever you need, and I'll deliver it in the day, or if I have to send it over, you'll get it the next day. Um, he, he pivot to that so quickly and so successfully that I'm very happy that, that, I mean, he's still around doing business. The, the COVID situation affected his whole um, coffee business so much, but 
right now with what he's doing with with the food delivery business is, is amazing and and that's the sort of the mindset that i really appreciate and i really admire from gaston is the the how he was able to move up and down just to create something else and never stop um things for other people has been different as well i mean there are a lot of businesses that they've been closing a lot of businesses that they've been doing great we're lucky to be one of those and and considering the fact that we went through a whole rebranding uh process during this during the uh, the covid i wanted to have someone in 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 the show that it will talk design and i invited paris sunday uh paris from india lived in the uk many years and um we got to sit down and talk uh, talk design and talk about how important design is for companies not only for um the pretty pictures that they put out which is what people sometimes think of design but also for the branding and the image and the messaging i mean design is is a huge part of what you are as a brand and pari helped us out to understand a little bit better of what is the process behind especially when you're a freelancer what is the process behind working with a company trying to figure out their identity their logo their colors and from there how that turns out into a message into a voice the work that paris uh, has done is is really nice you can probably go and check his um i'm going to add the website and the and the details but also Parry has created his own business too on the side. I mean he has a, an amazing website selling bow ties which it was funny the first time I saw it until I needed a bow tie. And it's a great gift. Uh, he had he has uh, amazing designs on the bow ties. Uh he also creates uh, personalized chocolate boxes. I mean he he's all over the place but his vision on design as part of branding as part of marketing it was very very interesting to to listen to. Um, when I didn't want to invite too many people from our own company because I wanted to, to the podcast to be more of a engaging tool more than as a, as a promotional tool. We never wanted uh, incoming chat to become something that is like, oh yeah, they're going to try to sell us a product in the end, and we haven't, and we want to keep it that way. But um, when I had to invite someone from the company, I wanted someone from the support team. I mean, after all, live chat, it is a support tool. Um, and I invited Kuba Ruskiewicz. I hope I said it right, Kuba. Uh, Kuba Ruskiewicz, he came and talked to us about creating a support team and, and what customer service means for companies. And it's very surprising to hear. Um, usually you think of customer service as someone who uh, don't really care about your needs. They just want to solve your ticket and, and move to the next person. But Hearing Kuba describing the people on his team, it was very, um, very special. Um, the way that he he truly believes that if you're gonna be behind the counter or behind a computer online or whatever, solving someone's problem, you better you better care. You better make sure you understand their needs. And and when people get to feel that, they will understand also that you care, and the relationship between customers and brands they, they they will get a lot of a lot stronger um kuwa described it as 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 you need to care you need to make sure that people feels on the other side that you're there for them 
And it's, it's an approach that if you're creating your own business and you're not taking care of customer service, you better do, you better start because it will make the whole difference. And that's one of the reasons why we're still in business and we're doing great. So that being said, I want to move to Amanda. Um, Amanda has, Amanda is also American and she started her own um, pottery store. I mean, she doesn't teach pottery, but she get, she get people in there to paint their own pottery. She puts them in the oven and people take them home. It's a great activity from families and kids, but it's, it's about, we talk about the struggle of setting up a company like that. It's not something that, it's not mass consumption. It's something that you have to think about, well, what can we do this weekend? I'll take the kids to, um, <laughs> to paint some pottery. But the example of Amanda, especially during this COVID time, she also had to adapt. She has a she had a place where people go, and with the COVID, people cannot go in there anymore. So she figured out ways to okay, whatever. I'll need to reinvent myself because I put my my blood and sweat into this company. And she started making these pottery sets that you can um, buy online. She'll send you paintings, instructions, and then she you'll send them back to her. She put it in the oven, and you'll get your um your product finalized and sent home. Um, she's super active with, with, um, with her business even more now. And I'm, I'm happy to say that she's still working fine. And, uh, now that the COVID is sort of, at, at least the restrictions are slowing down, she's back to, um, having her place and families are going back there. I'm taking my own kids sooner than later to, um, to start painting her own teacups. So to listen to how much passion you have to put behind a business, you're going to find that very, um, very inspiring. Um, she, she works really hard to make sure that that business keep moving forward and it keeps growing. And I'm happy to say that that's the reality of it. It, it keeps moving and keeps growing and I wish her the best as well. And my last guest of the season was Jim Williams. We had a, a very nice conversation in this very set, which by the way, this is part of our new studio. And that that's why probably this episode sounds a bit better than the previous ones. And with Jim, we had um, a conversation. I mean, Jim is an entertainer or how he likes to call it a joy spreader. And with Jim, we talk about um, companies as people and, and how important it is to foresee um the burnout and people. And, and some of the things he does is to go to companies and try to do these trainings and, and get people to accept failure. And I know it's, it could sound like some of those cliche uh, workshops that companies make sometimes, but I see his work and is, is very um, interesting on the way that he gets people to break and, and accept that they can fail. And most of this, his activities are about making them fail. Um, he's also a stand-up comedian, and again, I don't want to get into the COVID uh, subject too much, but because of COVID, he couldn't do his stand-up comedy. Um, so he had to switch, and he created his own business. He became an entrepreneur, and he started making his hot sauces and English muffins and cakes and started selling them around the area he lives, and he's doing great as well. But one of the uh, most touching things that Jim is doing is... Um, the medical clown, which is basically going to hospitals and dealing with kids that sometimes are terminal um, and making them happy, at least 
one more time. He spends a lot of time. He's part of an NGO that dedicates their their time to make sure that the kids are not alone. They're they're with someone, and and it's it's something that you should look into it and try to support it somehow because the the I, I've seen the faces of some of those kids that he get to entertain, and it makes it makes the world of a difference to them getting these guys to come in the middle of a cold, dark hospital with a red nose and start doing something for them. And um, the spirit behind that is is something that you need to bring up into your own uh, business. I don't want to, I don't have to match everything that I learned with business, but when you care that much about something, uh, that passion shows different results. And, and seeing Jim being passionate about that and bringing that same passion to everything he does is making a big difference. I mean, his little food entrepreneurship business, whatever you want to call it, um, is working great, not because the products are great, which they are, but also because he puts the same passion behind that, that the passion that he puts behind helping kids in, in, in different hospitals. So those were the nine people that I was lucky enough to interview. I mean, I don't want to tell the company that I'm um, luckier of just because I'm doing this podcast that I get to learn from people who are right there in the front line, people who are building business all the time, people who are seeing the things that affects them and have to move and have to pivot and have to recreate and create things over and over. So this was our retro episode and we wanted to talk about all the things and, and all of our guests. And I want to invite you to check each one of the episodes because you're going to learn a lot of things from each one of these guys. We're really looking forward to season two as well. Um, I'm hoping we're going to have people live. I really don't want to do this online, but we might have to. Um, however, come, come over. Um, incoming chat season two is coming soon. And we hope to see you there. Cheers. My name is Marcos Bravo and this was Incoming Chat. Thank you for joining us today. Do not miss our next episode and we'll see you next time. Incoming Chat.